there's a saying that it's the thought that counts. And often that's used in the context of a well-meaning gesture that didn't really turn out as expected. But imagine if that sentiment was applied to other areas of life. For example, a, uh, a student talking to a lecturer and saying that they thought about writing a brilliant assignment that would have achieved a distinction. Or an employee tells the boss that they thought about working today. If I was the boss, then I'd be saying, that's okay, I thought about paying you too. The other extreme is when, when people do it begrudgingly. Their hearts are not in what they do. From apologies to work, the difference of a person's heart, when it's not in it, uh, makes a huge difference. But love. Love draws both these things together, thoughts and actions. And it can change lives and it can change our world. Let me pray. Jesus, as we take some time to delve into your word today and as we, we look afresh at the thoughts of love and the, the way the world has been changed through your love, God, would you move amongst us? Holy Spirit, would you brood over us? Would you speak to us afresh, deep to deep? May we be changed, may we be transformed by your love and may it have a trickle-on effect, an effect to others around us that we meet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We say we love all sorts of things, don't we? From food to family, love traverses a wide range of areas. Love can be fickle. It can be misplaced, it can be rich, it can be boundless. I can say that I love the Carlton Football Club as an AFL team, but the reality is I've never actually been to one of their games. I can say that I love being fit and healthy, but my manly physique um, says otherwise. I'm a work in progress. And while it can be said that the thought counts, the reality is that love is expressed, love is experienced through action. And that's the fantastic thing about what God demonstrated in his love for us. Many of the world's religions speak about loving others, don't they? Especially um, those of the same religious beliefs that you hold, that you, you, you are to show love to others of that same religious belief. Many will speak about love towards the divine. Some will even go to so far as to talk about the divine's love towards creation and people. But few world religions speak of love of the divine that is so down to earth as found in Christianity. As Christians, as Christ's ones, as Christ's followers... We have as our narrative this unique expression of love in action. Love of thought and the outworking of that thought into action. That love changes everything. Transforming us as we respond to such unrelenting, abundant, passionate love from God. 
Paul, a follower of Jesus, had his life changed when he experienced such love in action. From conspiring to kill, Paul changed and, and risked out love in the way he loved others, those that were far from Jesus. And this is how Paul described God's love for us in Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 to 8. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. The significance of our understanding of faith and being a follower of Jesus is that love came down to earth. That God who is love, God who embodies love and perfectly expresses it in God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. This same embodiment of love manifests itself in the Son of God incarnating himself becoming human and through fertilization, gestation and birth, the Son of God was born fully God and fully man in Jesus. John, one of Jesus' first followers, describes this love of God in this way, expressing it through Jesus um, in John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. It is the love of God that initiates the greatest rescue mission the universe has ever seen, and it's birthed through a baby, in a country town, in the humblest of circumstances. Divine love in action initiated the greatest change in human history, the path of a restored relationship with our Creator. But not only for people who accept Jesus and Jesus' offer of salvation, but for all of creation, as Paul says, that all creation is looking forward to glorious freedom from death and decay in Romans 8.21. God's love changes things for us. Not in some Santa Claus love that is either conditional on whether we've been naughty or nice, 
not some Santa Claus love from whom we strive to get what we want. God's love is love that wants the best for us, in us and through us. It's a love that brings the precious gift of discipline, as the writer of Hebrew describes in Hebrews 12, verse 6. True love is not always about getting what you want, but it's about training our bodies, our minds and our actions to move from selfish love to selfless love. The deep and resilient love of God does not force change in us, but empowers, enables and calls forth change in us. God's love for us reminds us that despite how much we are loved, we are not the centre of the universe. God is. That God initiates love for us because we are made in the very nature of God and because of the very nature of God, not because we are a gift to God and are somewhat irresistible to God. God loves us because God chooses to love us. Mary, Jesus' mother, understood this reality in her life. In Luke chapter 1, we read in verse 26, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. Knowing God's favour and love changed Mary as she willingly responds in verse 38. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. That Yahweh God or of promises past would realise the greatest promise of all in a lowly servant girl. In the world's eyes, Mary was not that special. But God's love for Mary transformed her to be the mum that would give birth to the saviour of the world. In Luke chapter 1 verse 46, it records Mary's celebration of God's love for her. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my saviour. For he took notice of this lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy. He has done great things for me. He has shown mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. 
He has made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. God's love changed Mary. But more than that, God's love for Mary and Mary's love for God allowed God to change the world. Today, out of love and because of love, God's love for us, we can, like Mary, say yes to God. That doesn't mean that some immaculate conception will take place by us saying yes to God's invitation, but it does start an amazing change and transformation in us when we say yes to God. It starts with inviting Jesus into our life to be Lord and King and Saviour, to allow God's love to transform and to change us from the inside out. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 to 4, Paul writes this, Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only your own interest, but take an interest in others too. Inviting the love of God to change us to be more like Jesus as we follow Jesus' example of life is a powerful work of love. God's love at work in us. And the outworking of love of God, the love of God in us, in the way we live and also in the choices that we make. But not only does God loves, God's love become a catalyst for change in us, but it can also change the world around us. It can also change the world through us. If all that God wanted to do was to have people become followers of Jesus, um, then as soon as we accepted Jesus into our life, God could whisk us off to be with him. But God also wants us to join with him in bringing about change in the world around us through the outworking of God's love in us and through us. As Amy read earlier, God calls us to be his ambassadors. An ambassador is a representative of a kingdom or a nation on foreign soil. To be an ambassador is to be a representative or a promoter of something, somewhere or of someone. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 to 21, Paul writes this, And all of this is a gift, is a, a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. For God who is in Christ reconciled the world to him, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. For we speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be an offering for our sin, so that we can be made right with God through Christ. Today, 
as we enter into this final week of Christmas. Are you up for some change for the better? It starts with responding to God's love. Inviting God's love to grow in a variety of ways um, that it needs to be realised in our life. Casting out fear. Submitting your plans, wishes, hopes and dreams to God. Inviting God to be God in your life. Inviting God to help you to be the best that you can be. But it shouldn't stop there. God's love is for you, but it's also for the world in which God has placed you. For a reason and, a mani- and to be manifest in this season. 2,000 years ago, the manifestation of God's love was realised through a yes from Mary and the birth of Jesus. Saying yes to God's love, being outworked in you, is not just a once-off situation or a thing. Just like loving a pet, a friend, a family member, love is not a once-off thing. Saying yes to love in those situations is not just a once-off thing. It's a decision that we make and outwork, not just a nice thought, but outworked in our actions. Responding to selfless love with love. Responding to selfishness with love. Responding to anger with love. Responding to heartache with love. Responding to conflict with love. Love can and should change things. Love is about inviting God to reveal himself to others in and through us as Jesus' representatives, representing God's love for a change in us, representing God's love for a change through us. 2,000 years ago, Mary was prepared to be a part of God's plan for love. Rather than responding with fear and a whole range of, but what about this? What about that? Mary responded with love to God. May it be to me. Mary said yes to God's love. I'm prepared to change to be a part of God's loving plan for salvation. That's Mary's message to us today. Will you change for love? Will you love for a change? Let me pray. Jesus, there are times when we look at the news where we see people's behaviour and we think the world has just gone mad. There are times when we can be frustrated about decisions not going the way we would like. We can shake our fists and demand our own way. But Lord, in those moments, would you remind us of Mary and her willingness to say yes out of love to you, to allow your love to be shown and revealed through her. As we experience your love because of Jesus, May we be prepared to express your love 
Holy Spirit, would you be at work in us and through us, especially at this time, that we would be your ambassadors, that we would represent you well, and that we would represent your gift of love to the world around us by the way that we speak, by the way that we respond to those situations and those relationships in which you have chosen to place us. Lord, help us to follow the flow of your love today. In Jesus' name, amen. So how might we respond today? Well, there's a few questions that I've posed um, or put up on the screen for you, and I encourage you to take some time to reflect on those today. Are there areas in your life where you are resisting God's loving change? Mary said, may it be to me as you have said. Would we be prepared to stop resisting God's loving change in our life? As Christ's ambassadors, are you lovingly praying for someone? Who are you lovingly praying for that they might come back to God? Maybe write a prayer of response about that today. And my encouragement is this week to take some time to read through Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 to 4 and invite the Holy Spirit to help you to live out this love in this Christmas season. We've got an opportunity to respond. I invite you to take those response cards or use the chat function at home. And there's going to be some music played. And as it is, then I encourage you to do business with God and allow God to be at work in you. God bless you. Thanks, Stephen.